Lasting Media. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hey, it's Glozell. Is you okay? Because I'm not. I'm suddenly single, financially struggling, and learning how to live my life as a single mom. It's time for me to glow up. Join me on this journey as I learn life lessons from my incredibly successful friends who teach me how to glow up. From Lasting Media, is glowing up with me, Glozell Green. Glozell, is you okay? Because I'm not. Oh my gosh. I'm here with uh, my best friend, um, Scotty <laughs> Mullen. I'm going to say his name wrong. Mullen? Is it Mullen? Scotty Mullen. Scotty yeah. Mullen. Now, like, if you're going to have a friend, this is the one to have, especially in Hollywood, because he's cast like like 100 movies. He's written like, what, 14, 15? Like, you have, like, your. If people Google you, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, Z Nation, Black Summer, you know, but we have to say African American Summer because you have to be like <laughs> PC. However, this is the one that Sharknado, honey, you wrote and you cast like the best people in the world in Sharknado, like the last, what, two or three ones? Yeah, yeah, it started with number, actually, number two. Number I, I got two. started. Yeah, there's been six of them. Oh my! Yeah, I, I just need there to be more. Please introduce yourself and tell us where we can find you. Well, I'm Scotty Mullen. I'm a writer and a casting director. I'm originally from small town Kansas. Then I went to college in Atlanta, and then I went back and forth to New York and here before I finally I got tired of being a writer that wasn't writing. Mm. And then I used to be a publicist, which that's what led to casting because Sharknado was more of a publicity opportunity than like a thespian, oh, you know, true. Shakespearean exercise. So yeah. Yeah. What is and incredible then, is like I was feeling this little edge from you, but it's from <laughs> Atlanta. Okay, you are honorary uh, Negro. I, I just don't even know. I, am, I was like, I uh, am, can I just I go am. ahead and say it? like, because you got a little. I'm like, when I'm with Scott, I'm like, this is my sister girl. We good. Yeah. You know? I used to joke that in Atlanta, I had been with more undercover brothers than the Atlanta Police Department. Well, so that was pretty fun. Atlanta well, was a lot of fun. I was dragged. I was dragged. You were really LA, dragged. Kicking and screaming. Because it was, it was so much fun to be in Atlanta. But, you know, yeah. Atlanta is booming, so why not be there now? Casting? I know. I'm, I'm always, yeah. I'm, yeah. But I like, I like it out here. This keeps me focused. Atlanta, I would mean not be focused. There's oh, too much. Oh, it's too It's hard to go across the street without having intercourse Oh, in I was going to say, it's, oh, it's, it's Sodom and Gomorrah yeah, there. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's, it's fun. It's, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun for a man Atlanta. there. I feel sorry for the women there. Yes. I wouldn't trust your man in Atlanta. Oh, hot yeah. Atlanta. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time. But that, yeah, but that, um, but that's where I, everything came together for me. Excellent. And now, do you find people always trying to audition for you? Like, I forget, you know, like, wow, this man can change your life. Because how, how we met, even though it was on set, it was just such cray cray time in my life. And you took me home. Well, I, you know, we, we came after you. 
Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we targeted you. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it was the reverse one. We were so we were so um, excited. So we'll give some background. So you were in the very first Christmas movie I wrote, which yes. I also cast yes. called uh, a Beauty and the Beast Christmas. It was a hit on Ion Network. I don't yeah. know if you can still see it. You, you we did not, but you'll be able to see it next Christmas. Okay, I'm perfect. sure, and then mm-hmm. it'll be some other places. Okay. But actually, the role was originally it was the, it was the um, the best friend and kind of guy Friday for the main mm-hmm. character who's a YouTube star. Yes. And at first, we thought it was going to be some boring old English guy. Uh, Jeffrey. Yes. Totally. Yes. And then the amazing Dylan Vox, who's the director. Yes. He was like, "What if we flip this around?" And I said, "You know, what about what if we put like a YouTube star in it? What, what about Lozelle?" Wow. And and the cinnamon and all that stuff because oh, I just so remember I just loved you so much. Oh, thank and, you. And just and it's just think like, you don't know how much joy <laughs> I think you bring to people. Like people immediately, and that's a very rare thing to have in this world. Thank We're you. just just you are just immediately you're just able to bring out joy immediately. You are. Wow. You are you're like a G-rated vibrator. You're <laughs> wonderful <laughs> for all ages. <laughs> Very good. Uh, G- yes. Yeah. G for Glozell. Yeah, there and you now go. on Amazon, get your G-rated. Another marketing yes. opportunity <laughs> yes. for you. Another yes, one. yes. So I was going through it, and <laughs> you know, usually there's probably something you wouldn't t- tell the director, tell the casting agent, but he was on set. You were on set, which is usually... I mean, I haven't been on a lot of sets, but I would think that's unusual because you've right. already done your part. Well, Dylan Vox, who was the director, he's mm-hmm. one of my very best friends. Mm-hmm. And he was, and then I was so proud of the script, and I was also so proud of the cast mm-hmm. that I wanted to be there to watch it all in action. So that's why I was able to be there on set every day. It was just so fun to watch all so of you guys and work and everything. But yeah, that was a big turning point for you, that film. Yes, because yeah. it was a great escape. I realized that people still liked me and I loved being on set and it was fun, you know, and it was really therapeutic and helpful because at my home life was like, I, I, I just I just know I need to, I got to go and I don't know how I'm going to go and I, how I'm going to leave. And, and yet there was one ride that took, I don't know it was the universe. It took at least two or three hours to get home. Right. And you you took me home. Because we were filming all the way out in Corona. <laughs> yes. Which is on Palm Springs. Because it was a great, great house. Yes. And then I, I thought, well, I'll just drive, I'll drive Glazelle home. It won't Thank be that. It would be like, a, what, a half hour? It was two hours. <laughs> it was two hours. And it turned into like a, you know, a mini Dr. Phil session. <laughs> yes. I think from that time you thought, maybe I'll leave him. And then you're like, nope. I don't care. I gotta go. <laughs> I got. I'm like. I gotta go. And I just want to thank you for just being a friend to listen to that because I know you're like. I just cast her. I don't really need to need to hear all this, you know. But um, it, it's been amazing. I, I need you to help me cast the right folks in my life. Right. Well, <laughs> what you what you got to do first, and I think I told you even that car ride was like you know. The universe can't let anything new come in unless you you make room for it. Come on. You've now. got That's to true. you've got to get rid of the. You know, the crappy people in your life for mm-hmm. a new cast to come in. You know, I've seen a lot, you know, you always hear about all the times that, you know, people that were originally cast in movies that then, and then they get recast. That's and you're true. like, gosh, I cannot imagine that movie. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Mm-hmm. I listen to a podcast about the movie Misery mm-hmm. and how originally Bette Midler was supposed to play the Kathy what? Bates part, which would be a totally different part. <laughs> yes. But that was originally what they thought, mm-hmm. you know, but instead, Kathy Bates Is came it? in and got an Oscar. Wow. And, you know, in the same thing, and don't be afraid to go after things that you know you should have and everyone's saying no to. Mm. Um, Gina Davis is a very good example of that. She just won the Oscar for Accidental Tourist, and she wanted to be in Thumb and Louise. And Ridley Scott was like, 
Gina, thank you so much. But no, we already we already got this cast because at first they cast it with Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn, right. and then some other people. And but she just kept. She, I think I think the story is. I'm paraphrasing, but I think she would call him every week for about uh, two years. What? And just kept after it because she just knew that that part was hers. She knew that part was for her. And eventually he relented and said, "Okay, fine, come on <laughs> in, audition, and boom." And, wow, and, we and that's s- what we know her so much for. Yes. But if but if she had just done the maybe the nice thing and the polite thing and heard no right away, you know, and that was that's where true. you know you you already have like your accolades and everything and think okay, you know, I can bust the the door in and people still say no. But I will say the big thing is persistence, and you know, and having a um kind of a Terminator focus of what you want. Mm. Don't just say, oh, I just want to be an actress or I just want to be an actor. I just want to be a writer. That's too broad. I would say a lot of people will um, get a lot of success if they're like, you know what, I want to play a detective on a CSI show. Because then there's some laser focus. Then they know that they can... You know, they can focus, you know, acting classes on playing a detective. They can research detectives. They can even go and volunteer at the police station. You know, I don't, they have like the volunteer police mm-hmm. that are on the bikes and stuff like that. But you just start to kind of, you know, get that flow and get you, get your aura in, you know, I'm talking it's very aligned. L.A. Get, get, they, get things aligned and, you mm-hmm. know, and then you start to like the, you, you, you tell the universe what you want. That's right. Because God and universe, they all, you know, the, the biggest thing in the, the Bible is asking you shall receive. That's true. And that's a big, big thing. Because a lot of times we're afraid to ask. And a lot of times we're afraid, we're not really sure what to ask for. That's right. But I will say, especially with actors and things like that, I see the ones that I see make it are the ones that are consistently persistent and the ones that aren't afraid to ask for what they want. What, what, yeah. As a cast, when you mm-hmm. go and you see, you must see so many people. You know, oh. I, I I do, and I, but I will say the I think a big misconception, the the person that's the most nervous in the casting office is me, because what? if I've reached out to an actor, I already think they have what they have for it to take. As far as I'm concerned, as soon as they walk in, I want to cast them. Mm. It's up to them to show me why I should not cast them. So they already have the job before they already walk in. That's good. And I want you, I want you, I want you to think about that. If, if somebody has already called you, they're on my side. They want me to succeed. I just have to be very authentic and meet them there at least halfway. What are so, some things that people do wrong when they go into a casting? Um, they, sure apo- they um, apologize. Uh-oh. A lot of times people, people will act and they'll stop in the middle. Usually they're insecurities. I've had some actors that have done a great job, and then they'll send me an email later that day apologizing for what a terrible job they did. Oh, my goodness. And I'll tell you what that says to the director is, oh, I, th- this person's going to be a loon on set. <laughs> yes. Yes. I will say this. I tell actors this all the time. Even if you think you did a good job, did a bad job, no one knows you did a bad job unless you tell them. Wow. Because how many times have you gotten things where you think, ah, or you've turned something yeah. in that, you know, ah, uh, or like you even go back to like of school of papers mm-hmm. that you know yeah. oh you know you, you know it's not your best work but the teacher doesn't and you still get an A yeah yeah so I will say that a lot and a lot of times is just showing up a big thing right now in the industry are self tapes yes. that's where an audition instead of you going into the room and meeting mm-hmm. with someone you actually go and you can just, you know just tape the audition mm-hmm. on your iPhone yes. and send it in. Yes. Less than, like, say, for instance, if I reach out to 400 actors to do a self tape, less than 200 actors will actually send their self tape in. No way. That's a giant thing. So a lot of people just don't even Try. show up and do the work. Because a lot of people don't, 
you know, they don't want to be actors. They want to be famous. They want to validate their existence for a reason on their planet. Preach, Scott. They want to do a lot of things, but they don't want to actually do the work. Right. They, yeah. they want the end result without the journey. But then a lot of times, I, I, it all happens in every single movie I've ever cast. We've always reached out to an actor that has auditioned, submitted, been to a callback, done everything, and they turn down the job. Um, a lot of, and a lot of times they turn down the job because they're going to go on a vacation, or they have a rela- or they're, they're in a lot of relationship drama, and they're like, I just don't have time right now. Blah 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 blah. So, so it helps mm-hmm. to not let them know because I'm like, should I tell my agent this is what's going on, and maybe that'll help me get more auditions so I can. You know. No. Okay. Well, I. No, no, no. Are you kidding me? That'd be like, you know, saying, you know, here, can I invite Glozell to dinner? But, you know, the police might show up and her ex-husband, he's really mad and everything like that. And a bunch of crappy stuff. And, you know, she just got her car stolen. And yeah. they might show up with a bunch of guns and who knows. And no, they'll be like, you know, just leave her at home. No, no, no. Don't just continue with business as usual. It's not about you lying about everything. It's just about you, you know, showing up and being, being who you are, Glozell, because you aren't that drama. No, you're, I was really cool. Like, oh, you're you a cool, fantastic woman, and like, you can still do the job. You don't need that. No, that's. Oh, you're not. You're not I'm the more. Like, they're gonna be on your side even more. This chick really needs this job. Okay, no, no, oh no, my god, no, I, yeah, I, yeah. I just yeah, called. Yeah. I already called the UTA. Right, right, right. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh that well, I will be. not be casting anything this no. year. Well, well, okay. So I, I wouldn't. You don't need to do that because I will say that um, that people do get do get a bit. I, I think about the the drama situation. You want to bring that drama to work. Well, how do I? You want that, and also you want work to be an escape. Yeah, remember, it was and an remember, escape, yes. A lot of times in acting, the work is getting the job. The job is actually the vacation. <laughs> yes. The work oh, is the work set. is auditioning. The work is going to class. The work is all that. When you get the job, that's the fun part. Well, how do people mm-hmm. separate their work life from the home life you know like okay uh yesterday the police came and like you've been accused of abuse now and i had two auditions after so that, i so, will you tell know. you this is how you're going to use this instead uh-huh. you can say so say for instance you have a job mm-hmm. say for instance you like you know your 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 agent puts you up for like a yes. guest spot of yes. like on a detective show yes. or you know because there's so many of those going on mm-hmm. and there's a role for a for a character that's going through a lot of yes. similar yes. garbage you can use that then, and you can say, you know what, you know why this part really um, stood out to me because I've gone through a lot of the similar experiences as this character. So it's such a gratification to actually use this in the room. That's how you can use your drama, not that you're going to bring it with you, right. but that you can use it for, to enhance your character. Okay. Yeah. All right, because I yeah. was good on set, right? I, I was right. there. Now- and. Um, what you're going through is you're being hammered out like a sword. You know, uh. like you can't, you can't, I, I'm, I'm very impressed with how you're handling all this. <laughs> because uh, how you can handle it with a, with a laugh and a smile and all your empowerment. Uh. Because a lot of people would just, you know, run away and hide or cower down. And you just keep powering on. Well, and you're looking you. so good. But, but thank you so much. You do, you look, you look good because I will say this, you look like a bit of a mess when I first met you. <laughs> When you were in you and you, yes. you and I could say it could tell there's a difference. You you have a lightness and that Thank depression you. is gone. Thank, I mean, I have a great guy in my life because it really weighed on you. Re- yeah, it, it was really heavy. Yeah, it was really, really, really. It was just getting to the point like because you I were breathing? carrying so yes. much. Yes, but then, but the, and then, and little Ozell, who's just this little angel fairy of light and love. <laughs> 
Because she was on the set, she too. She was on set. She's in the movie. And so fun. Not abused, by the way. <laughs> not abused. Ridiculous. <laughs> I'm like, I have a million people who've seen her, you know? Day after day, I post only yes. basically about her. Right. Yes, she, she, she's wonderful. So what you've done, good. You, you're actually, they always talk about, you know, think about um, like TV shows that almost get canceled and they yes. get rid of a really crappy person and then they save the show. Yeah. That's what you've done. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really agree. You know, I don't, you know what I mean? That's what you've done. You've saved, you saved your show uh, yes. from cancellation. God, or yes. think about, um, what yes. was it? What was it? Um, you, oh, um. In the Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yes. So Brooklyn Nine Nine. Remember, yes. they was about to get canceled, and then another network came and picked it up, and now right. it's actually even bigger than ever. So, now think that when they're about to get canceled, they probably thought, "Oh well, you know, we're just going to hang it up and forget it." But they were right. like, "No, there's a whole other place." So I would say, and that I would say also, good. don't be afraid to uh, to also get out of get out of your own way and just and also trust it to happen. If that makes sense, yes, you know. I didn't know you were so deep. Like you are just giving the knowledge. Just well, well, it out. well, well. I will say that's because this is also a very, it's a very competitive industry. True. That can just totally weigh you down. Mm-hmm. And I will say, I also also tell you this, tell you this to actors: the biggest thing that will kill your career is how you handle rejection. So the stats on, I went to a talk with Joey King, mm-hmm. who was in the act, who was phenomenal. And she said that she had, you know, kind of looked at her auditions and everything like that. And she thought it was about one out of every 65 auditions she got. And I talked, no, Donna Mills, that we, that was in our movie, I talked to her and she says even now, she says she's doing good if she gets one out of 20. Now that's one out of 20 auditions where you actually audition. That means one yes and 19 no's, or in the case of Joey, it's even bigger, where, you know, 64 no's for every one yes. Wow. That's a lot of freaking people saying no. That is... And so it's how you handle it. No. So this is not my... But when somebody says no to you, or you, you, you go down this one, one path and people say no, instead of being crushed by it, right. I want you to celebrate it. That's right. I'm paraphrasing this also. This yes. is something that Susan Sarandon said. But she said when she was starting out, when she would really want to part and, and then um, she would get rejected for it, they would hire someone else. She would go out and buy herself an avocado <laughs> or a glass of champagne and she would celebrate with her friends and say, thank God I don't have to worry about that anymore. Because then oh. she's like, there, you know, I don't have to worry about that and there's something else. That's right. So there's something, you know, with something else. And I think about this all the time, with, like people that I want to write for or people mm-hmm. that I want to cast for, people I want to work with. And it's always, I find myself 90% of the time getting asked to cast movies and write things that I would normally never <laughs> have a, a inkling for. Think, I mean, I was just asked by someone about something to reinvent um, Bigfoot. And I was like, oh, God, who cares about Bigfoot? And then I thought, well, wait a minute. What would make me want to watch a Bigfoot movie? And then I started to think about something. And now I'm in love with it. Now I hope that I get to write it. Wow. So, But think about those opportunities that God and the universe bring you. Because... Yes. God knows better than any of us. That's true. And I will say, I'm, I'm sure you didn't think that the casting director was going to be here, going to be like a Sunday night minister. I know, but I'm like, how, where but, is my, where's your collection plate? But I will say, <laughs> I will say, whenever I get really frustrated or really down, I just, I just take a deep breath, and I will just even sometimes lay in the bathtub or lay in bed and say, okay, I'm going to get out of the way. You know better than me. What do you want me to do? What should I do? Whatever, wherever you want me to go. Whoever you want me to see, if I need to change course and, you know, go work at a, you know, 
you know, go work at a Best Buy in mm-hmm. New Jersey, I will. Whatever you want me to go do, or I'll go, you, you know. And because usually, casting is freelance, huh? I was the in-house cast director for many years mm-hmm. at a studio, and then I started getting so many other opportunities that didn't make any sense. So now I'm working completely freelance. And which is scary. A, which, oh, it's, it, can be, it can be, but it's also very empowering. Okay. Because you're also letting in room for magic to happen. Oh. And that's what God I want is. you to remember. You're ma- you know, make room for that magic. I love you. Yeah. I knew that I love you, but like, this is the moment where I'm like, this is what I'm feeling when I was hanging right. out with you. Like, yes. yeah. Yeah, you let that magic happen. And also, but I will just say, what you did when you made that big change, you didn't just make that change for you, but you also made it for Ozell. But look at all the good things that are happening. Look yes. at the the, the the guy that's coming in your life and yes, everything. Yes. And you know, and I told you, my when I lived in Atlanta, I loved it. But my I drove a Jeep Cherokee mm. that was broken into three times and <laughs> stolen twice. Oh and it's a very but you just yeah. it's 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 it just becomes a very odd thing because you just kind of have to <laughs> laugh at it. I guess you, that's all you right. can do. That's, it's very annoying. What I do, but I want you to be more annoyed than be completely crushed down with depression and hate by things. No, that is Mm -hmm. not my style, you know? And a part of me is like, you know, I wish I could even be mad at my ex. I'm I'm not, I'm just like, you know, let's let's fix it. Let's move on. You know, I I don't have anything better for towards you. You, Somehow I don't have a car and you're angry. You know, I don't have Ozell right now, but you, you going to the police, you upset. Right. So I'm like. And I want to jump in. I was so surprised when I met you because I immediately thought, oh, I bet she has the best um, husband or spouse or whatever you want to call it in the world. Because when I watched those videos, especially the cinnamon challenge and the Coke (laughs) and the peppers and everything, you look like you're having so much fun. And I thought, oh my (laughs) gosh, that's how a marriage should be. (laughs) And then I had no idea behind the scenes that he got a care less right i hated it that's why with the water bucket challenge i got hit in the mouth by the bucket like he was just so angry he just threw the water he wasn't trying to hit me but uh, so i'm like this because uh, i'm like i'm bleeding but you can't tell because the water just hit me i'm like wow oh, oh, and the water kept coming and i'm like i'm dying which add to the humor and oprah's like that was hilarious i'm like i almost died you know <laughs> so but i bet i want to but i think what's going to happen you. now is you're going to start to meet your match that you've been putting out there because yes. you've been projecting that you're ready for for yes. love and fun yes. and humor, yes. Yes. and you're yes. finally gonna get that match. You're finally, you know, there's there's the best casting director Come on in now. the sky. So hallelujah, hallelujah. You're Gloria. gonna, you're gonna, Minister you're gonna, you're Scotty. gonna have that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank and you. Um, I will say also, you know, you can also write your own story, write your own path. This sounds yes. very um, cliche. Oh, cliche and odd and very secret and you know, magic box and love unicorn attraction. Thing. But don't be afraid to write out what you would like to have happen. That's right. Like what you want. And also, I will say, this is what I suffer from. Sometimes I'm not quite sure what I want. I know how I want to feel, but I don't know what exactly I want. Okay. You know, and you can just start to put things down. Oh, do I want to... Would I like to have a series regular position or would I like to have that I and everything? I do. In, in a nice, fun, mm-hmm. happy set and like be a... Like a not the main player, but like the get the friend. I love of, that. I love that. That's you know? fun. Well, keep they keep after it. One, one, like, we, like I was. So one thing Leo. that I would do if I were you. Mm-hmm. So for instance, I'm going to share a story of an actress that I do. I, I, I feel if Caroline Caroline Harris, okay. who you met. We, we we were just at the um, Dylan Vox also directed yes. this fantastic thriller. I think it's going to be called My Landlord Nightmare. Oh, right now it's called The Apartment Manager. Yeah, they need a to lot of things. But yes. you came to the premiere of yes. that, and the lead of that is a girl named um, Caroline. Harris and mm-hmm. I'd met her 
probably three years ago. Wow. And she would come in and cast. You could never. Girl. <laughs> I, I, she'd always be in the top three, but I could never cast her in anything. Because mm-hmm. she'd be in the top three, but somebody else, the number one choice would always get yes. it. I remember I finally had some weird alien crazy movie I was doing. And there was a small part where the, the actor bailed out. And I cast Caroline in that. And then she was good. And then I put her in a shark movie. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden in this. But I remember for three years... Sometimes she would go months without an audition. Okay. And but I just but she was so good. I believed in her so much, and she also just rolled with the punches. And now this year she ha- got a Tyler Perry show yes, that she's bra. one of the leads she's in. On bra, yeah, yeah, bra. And then she's um she said she's on her way to go film a movie with Kristen Stewart. But that was three years of a lot of time just and also just. Her big break was like being cast in like alien movies <laughs> with me, with like you know with like, with a budget of nothing. So. I say that because just going for the perseverance, yes. and um, and also I, I bring her up too because if I were you, I would also look at Caroline because, and I would look at Tyler Perry mm-hmm. and think, you know what? Okay, Tyler, I'm ready for you. I do feel like mm-hmm. um, I do feel like at Atlanta something is coming my way. So, and I, I would start to just ask people, you know what? I want to meet Tyler. How okay. can I meet Tyler? Just for five minutes, I just want to meet Tyler because I want to yes. work with him. And I would start to ask that around people. Okay. And I bet, I bet things are going to start to align. How do, how do I meet Tyler? With things, but I think that we should start to ask. That. This is a this is a good way right now. How can I meet Tyler? How did, and you know what I would do? Okay, mm-hmm. I'm so one more thing, please. Before I started writing and casting, I started going to a life coach, and mm-hmm. she asked. She started asking me because I was not very happy because right. I was in publicity and I was making a lot of money, but I was very very depressed. Mm-hmm. And she said, okay, right now, if you, if you could do anything in the world, if you could work with anyone in the world, who would you want to work with? And like out of the sky, I just thought, because I always like to read trashy novels and everything, mm-hmm. and I said, I want to work with Jackie Collins. Oh. So Jackie Collins, a fantastic um, novelist. Yes, yes. Joan Collins' yes, sister, yes. but fantastic. And she was like, okay. And it became very clear that I wanted to work with Jackie Collins. Now, I had no idea how in the world I was going to meet her or anything, but I would just start to, when I would have dinner with people and stuff, hey, do you know how I might be able to meet Jackie Collins? And I start to read her books and everything like that. Fast forward about two years later, I'm casting Sharknado 3. Mm-hmm. And, and they said, you know, we need 70 cameos. And I said, well, who should we put in the movie? And they said, well, who do you like? And I thought, Jackie Collins. <laughs> and I reached out to Jackie Collins, and she was in the movie, and we met, and we hit it off, and we became great friends, and had so much fun. Oh, man. So I will say that's what I think, and I, I, yes. I, I say that story to you because the, the, the Tyler Perry thing can work the exact same way. You start to ask, ask how, can I meet Taylor, how can I meet Tyler Perry? Uh-huh. And I would say don't be afraid to ask. Fortune favors the bold, and mm. you have to have a bit of an ego. I would say a lot of the actors and people that make it in this town have a bit of an ego. And an ego is not a bad thing. It's just mm-hmm. how you handle it. That's right. But it's also how you, you, know, you come in and you know you want to make some things happen. All right. Yeah. And I have to make things happen. I have to make a living for Ozell and yes. myself. And we're moving on from this chapter. Well, now, so look at all the people that you're meeting. Look at all the people that you've been interviewing and talking to and I everything. I can't believe it's been great. Yeah. Uh, including you. I'm like, I'm going to ask because I'm like, I know a casting agent. You know, I can't believe that. I'm like, maybe he'll show up. You're like, yeah. Well, no, the, the and looking was perfect. good. Looking more fine. <laughs> he looking fine. Did you get fine? I just saw you like two nights ago. Like you took a hot pill. <laughs> well, 
No, look, really, he's coming all scruffy, y'all. Y'all should see him. Oh man, oh man, you're making me blush. Where can yeah. we find you? I first, I just want to thank you so much for coming out, and this has been like so easy and spiritual and just loving. Like, I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna get it, and I believe that. Ozil's going to be returned tomorrow. Life is going to be great. It's all good. Where can we find you? Where's your church? <laughs> you, you, you can actually find me on Twitter. I'm all on Twitter right. a lot. Just Scotty Mullen. S-C-O-T-T-Y-M-U-L-L-E-N. Yeah. Do you do talks? Because I feel like it's time for you to be motivational speakers. <laughs> I, t- I teach, I teach really. in casting workshops okay. sometimes. And I guess I really like to work with actors because I also like to know how much power they have. In them, mm. and I will say this: the uh, final thing, and I also want you to remember this. A lot of times, actors think they don't have any power; that it's that their permission to live their life is in the hands of a director right. or a producer right. and things like that. And it's not that you you do have a lot of power. You have power. What, what's great about being an actor is you can always get better. Come on now, and that great. It's not like heart well, surgery, right? Where you really should be good at it the very first time. <laughs> yeah, and also. I like actors that also are willing to take risks and, and try different things, you know, things that are completely out of your, your comfort zone. Now, I have a question. Are you going to class? Um, when I could afford it, yes. Okay, yeah. I was uh, I was taking a class with, um, uh, yeah. in Burbank. Yeah. Very religiously, very, you know, Yeah, so, so I, I keep going to class. I actually got yeah. busy, you know. Yeah, that's but good. If you, I would, if you recommend a class, that's fine. I'll tell, I'll tell you a couple people that I've heard are good. But okay. that's, that's good. But, but, but also, stuff you can do on your own is right. you, can, you can even just, you know, do scene studies on your own and work with friends and, and also, and watch, you know, especially, watch, watch the show, watch those Taylor, Tyler Perry shows that you I like. Do. And everything. And I really see what do. they do and all that. I don't that. miss yeah. any of them. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I can do this. Start to put that in your orbit. Yes. Yeah. You, you want to, you want to, you know, it just kind of, you, you want to start to get in the orbit of people that you want to be around and work with, okay. which you've been doing, which, which you, and, and by the way, you completely got out of a hole, you know, black hole. I mean, literally. I was, that was sucking you in. And that's, that's an amazing you're achievement. You're part of helping me get out of it because like I see like on set and it's happy and it was joy and I. And I know people were like, "What? Well, her scene was over. Why is she still here? I'm like, I don't want to leave. And then I end up being in another scene because I was there. Right. You know, I'm like, oh, y'all going to throw food? And here I am. Well, I remember because yeah. Dylan and I, Dylan said he would want you in scenes even without any dialogue. Right. Now, here's the thing. Remember, acting isn't about dialogue. Some people look at a script and think, oh, I only have five lines. This sucks. No. <laughs> you can actually, and remember, there's no, there's no small, there's part, no small roles. Because the part of me going in and out of the, uh, Closet, I improved all of that. Yes. And how much fun was that? It was great. And I was like, I don't know what they're going to keep. And it was like, I still how, many, how long white people going to stay in the tub? Yes. And we were like, <laughs> you were like, they're never going to let us keep that. And they totally let us keep it. So, yeah. Thank yeah. you. And that's the, that's the, the start of many. Thank Many. You for that and I really hope I, re- I get to work with you again. Yes. By the way, I'm, I'm always pushing you to people. Thank you. Yes. I'm just, I'm, I'm pushing you on the street like I'm back in Atlanta. <laughs> yes. Just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty, Scotty, slutty Scotty. Love you so much. You are the best. And you have anything coming up that you want to promote? If not, oh, we find well, you? I will say, I'm very, so talk about always reinventing and trying yourself. So I always wanted to write a thriller. Oh. And my first female thriller. Female um, thriller. Yeah, well, they call it female thriller where all the females are very mean to each other. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, Real life. Uh-huh. Yeah. So um, it's being filmed in Hawaii next month. And I'm so excited. So it's called Secrets in the Water. 
So my producer is from Hawaii, that. so that's Oh, amazing. man. Oh, very good. Okay, yes. cool. Okay, great. Yeah. So, Secrets in... The water. Secrets in the water. Yeah. All right. Thank it's you. very sexy. Sexy Sounds surfers. very sexy. Sexy, evil people. Sexy and evil. <laughs> okay. Make sure you find Scotty. Make sure whenever he is doing a class... Yeah, yeah. Be there. Say that, oh, I heard about you on Glowing Up. You were amazing and... We well, you're you. amazing, and we I believe you. in you, and so many people, and and your and your story. God is doing this because you're going to help so many others. Thank you out so of this, very much. And, and thank you for being, thank you for being our um, our our, <laughs> our, our, our pioneer into into the, into the light. I would say some other things, but in this in this time and atmosphere, you never know what's going to get you. <laughs> so, so I, I will, I will. <laughs> thank you so very much. Thank you yes. for coming out. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your sexiness. Okay, over and out. Okay. Oh my goodness, I had a great time. I know you did too. Glowing Up is executive produced by my friend, Josh Skinner, John Fender, Jason Barrett, and me, Glozell Green. I'm a producer. It's edited and produced by Jonas Litton. Thanks again for listening to my little podcast. If you'd like to hear my latest episode of Glowing Up, you can visit our website at glowingup.show or you can subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And I want you to leave your ratings and reviews so I know what you're really thinking. I want to hear from you. Yes, you. You right there. Leave a review. All right. Over and out.